Okay, and we should hopefully be live on the interweb. Not too sure what happened to Stinger. Hey, oh, hey. never mind. Anyway, uh, welcome to uh, episode, I believe it's seven. Let me have a check. Yeah, episode seven of Shadows of the Past, our weekly uh, recap show where we'll look back on episode eight, which has the uh, fun title of Love is in the Air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the main theme of episode eight, and we'll look Unexpected back on, theme. and we'll look back on last night's episode and the our pilot episode for our new Adventures of series with Mike, who got to uh, resume his role as Eric series are uh, in the hand and nearly die, yeah, and nearly die. Um, <laughs> and yes, get get double double that twenty critted. Lovely, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Save, saved by rules technicality. Um, yeah. So saved by the GM's graces. Yeah, pretty much. No, it was a rules. It was a rules technicality. No, no, it was a rule thing. It is a rule thing. Yeah. Um, doing some dual damage or non-lethal damage, whatever you want to call it. It you're not capable of causing an injury. Um, I just wanted to see what the injury was, and it would have killed him, which would have been fun. Um, so the, the Eric's the the adventure of Eric would have been very short. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very anyway, short. So we're, we're joined tonight by Kada, uh, Thabar, Eric, uh, slash Annie. Uh, put Eric's name right up because it couldn't be asked. Yep. Uh, Morton, uh, aka Rob. And we'll look back on the fun and games. Uh, if anyone does join us in chat, I assume Gemma will show up at something. Um, <laughs> uh, then the whole purpose of this is to ask questions to, of the players. And me regarding the episode, we'll leave rule stuff for the dev corners that will begin tomorrow evening at around about 11 o'clock whenever I get back to the pub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so dev corners should be interesting. So anyway, um, thoughts, feelings, kumquats, cucumbers uh, for uh, Monday. Um, there weren't many cucumbers uh, might, might have been a few kumquats uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as players um how was episode eight for you guys who wants to go first <laughs> yeah. interesting is the word for it well you it, it was it was interesting awkward certainly, certainly didn't go the way <laughs> i planned <laughs> it, um, yeah it was uh, quite unexpected you couldn't have predicted that episode i don't think nope, nope. I certainly wasn't. No, started. I don't think <laughs> There were certainly a few things that I would have liked to have done, but obviously love was in the air, and I, how could I possibly get between <laughs> somebody in love, you know? Well, no, no, no. well, I don't know. I think you'll find it was probably lust with Kato. I, was, I, was uh, say, love, I mean, it was lust with Jasmine as well. It's, it was mostly lust is in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mostly love. There was half semi. Not just Kader, it was also Morton. It, mm, yeah. Bit of both. Well, he got shot down a little bit because he was stuck between a rock and a hard place. He did try. Should have just gone for the barbarian. Try to get back. So, um, uh, which one of you wants to do a quick recap then? Uh, For those people that maybe haven't watched it, so put a little bit of context on what was going on. Um, I'm going to roll a d4, um, and as far as our trip <laughs> oh, no. Amber will be one, Favor will be two, Eric is three, and Kada is four. Uh, not Kada, uh, more of his four. Kada can be four as well, I don't mind. <laughs> I was going to say, don't put me in twice. So it's Eric. Eric, you have to do a little quick recap uh, for everyone to... Um, of the yep. general events of episode eight, lust, strike, love. So, <laughs> so uh, basically, we met my new character uh, Annie. Kada um, um, very kindly allowed me to travel with the group uh, for free as well. No, um, <laughs> which, was, which was which was a little unexpected on my part. Um, I kept some money back of the wealth that you originally gave me to be able to for it um but as it came to i just need to buy a few supplies if we need them um and as such was offered uh she was introduced to mortem and favar and uh i don't believe she was ever actually introduced to musa yet 
Nope. Um, I believe we're going to leave that for this Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and then we had some very interesting adventuring women come into the, uh, into the town and bar. Um, one of which was a, uh, a human barbarian of some description, um, or North woman, I should say, um, who is of the, well, the more a, handsy approach to, uh, a, a, to life, shall we say. A politically correct way of putting it is they are all confident, empowered, and strong women. <laughs> Is that the way we're putting it? Right, okay. That's the way the they're non going. Script way. Who, who, who took it upon herself to try to win the graces of Mortar by putting her hand betwixt his buttocks, basically. Um, which, in tow, decided that uh, his love interest in the bar uh, basically hates and never wants to see him again at the moment. Um, we don't oh, we know don't what's going to happen next episode. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen next episode. Um, he has bought her a uh, a very nice little present and has a present coming from our very own uh, Kada as well, um, showing that Kada really does have a soft spot for the party in general. Maybe not for Morton, but just the party in general. Um, or Morton and in does particular. Really want to, and does really want to help party out as much as she can. If you would like me to clarify, it is the party in general. <laughs> yes, I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm just a big um, part of the party. And then we had uh, Kada have a interaction with the uh, what was called the uh, most beautiful of the women. Jasmine. Um, Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> so, did... so that's what you call sex interaction? No. Yeah. <laughs> Physical close interaction. She had yeah, a little quick nudge nudge, you know? It was a good time. Yeah, know what I mean, know what I mean? Hmm. Uh yeah, so they they, they had sex uh twice. <laughs> um and had conversations. Uh Annie had conversations with someone who had cast a scrying spell of some description, or a sorry, a divination spell of some description. And uh, um, uh, on, on that quick point, I'll just clarify a rules thing for everyone. We had a few questions about mm -hmm. why Eric didn't understand it. Because that spell is unique to uh, that particular caster. Hmm. It's her own uh, spell. And in answer to your question, Darkos, no, Eric is not dead yet, but nearly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Um, and, yeah, uh, I believe we left it off with uh, everyone buggering off and leaving Musa by himself with the rest of the women. Yeah. With with the um, uh, sexually pent up, frustrated ladies. Yeah. I feel and, like it is uh, worth putting in that they are experienced adventurers who have been out doing their adventuring yeah, business for months <laughs> and, you know, haven't really been around people. I did specifically say they were adventuring women. <laughs> um, but yes. So, and Faba, unfortunately, um, has left the party now, um, and has become an apprentice to the blacksmith of the town. Uh, it's a shame. Which I shall let Harriet explain. <laughs> hey, uh, well, to... Yep, over to Harriet. Well, uh, Savara was already not 100% comfortable in the party. Um, she was already considering stuff, and then she just entered that smithy, and it just like it hit her how much she didn't belong and how much she wanted to go back to being a smith. So that's where she's gone. <laughs> but like I said, uh, as um, uh, Matthew Iverson, uh, I kind of remember some of my NPCs' names, um, <laughs> it does help from time to time. Uh, as, he, mm -hmm. as he said when questioned about uh, Lydia, um, the uh, Northman berserker, uh, the adventuring life isn't for everyone. Like him, he's happier around his forge than uh, being cast as your stereotypical um, adventuring Northman. Some people like that, like, and it seems Favor does too. To be missed. But... Mm -hmm. She will be. I think it was a good and fitting way, and uh, much like our Adventures of series, it may not be the last you see of Favor. Um, 
depending upon the storyline and what's going on in the background, something may come across Favreau's path and we'll see Harriet again reprising her role um, and having a nice little RP session as Mike and I did last night. So what things did you want to do, Harriet? What, from um, obviously, like I said, we kind of semi-discussed how you were going to to exit from the from the group. Yeah, um, she didn't really. Well, I couldn't. I, I'm sure she can with me not there, but she didn't really get to say goodbye to anyone. She made the decision, but she hasn't told anyone yet uh, mm -hmm. beyond uh, my uh, everything. And then. Um, uh she she hasn't talked about um because she she would want to get go back to the what's his name jarvis janice she wants to go back to him and explain that he did she did give a, a false name but there was a reason behind it and she wasn't going to uh give away anyone else's names because of those reasons and stuff and That's she would fair. want to get things then off on her chest and stuff if you if you're free next thursday we can do all that next thursday wednesday then we can do all that in your little adventure off and we can keep yeah. everyone, everyone in suspense of what's happening to Eric. <laughs> it, would, oh, okay. it, it would also keep Eric alive for an extra week. Very <laughs> true. <laughs> he seems more adept to causing damage to himself than anybody else. Oh, very um, much so. He's always, he's we, um, Mike, Mike spoke, Eric, I did, uh, touched upon the a group of adventurers that had arrived in the uh, small town of Renford and uh, uh, joined the party, so to speak, or encountered the party in the Happy Ford. Um, they're known as the um, Crimson Sirens. Uh, they're all they're all women. Scarlet uh, Sirens, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah Scarlet Sirens. Scarlet. Uh, they're, they're all, uh, named after Scarlet. Um, they're all confident, uh, quasi-powerful, if you want to use mechanic terms. Um, certainly Lydia um, is a, a woman that knows what she wants, um, <laughs> and she wasn't afraid to let Morton know. Um, Jasmine, likewise, is confident, uh, assured about herself. Um, and from my perspective, I thought it was really good to see a group of, uh, for, for a group of adventurers to meet another group of adventurers. It's not something you see very often. Um, and because normally campaigns focus around the fact that right, this group of adventurers are the only adventurers out there, um, which is just nonsense. Um, so it was good for you guys to meet another group of potential adventurers and uh, certainly from where you were as characters to go, oh, uh, wow, um, uh, there is a life in adventuring. You can do it, you can have fun. And presenting six um confident though a couple of them are a little bit meeker and quieter uh confident adventuring uh women uh, i thought was a a really nice touch and yeah. just goes to show you don't have to be a, a guy with big muscles to go out there and save the world oh you could be a woman with big muscles and save the world indeed <laughs> <laughs> so that was that the whole premise of slipping the, the the sirens in and they've all got their own little backstories and some of them will be explored um some of the interactions were really good and one of those interactions uh, as mike likes to call it um was kada and jasmine um where the hell did that come from i was sat there going oh okay uh, so so this is happening <laughs> what Just go i with mean it. <laughs> they came from a couple of places one of which was like okay they clearly are all very like good light people who witness me do a dark magic spell and i maybe don't want to be on their bad side so i'm just gonna like really play up and see if i can get some points it i mean went further than initially planned but hey ho but also also kada is on the surface for the first time and she's been sort of isolated from everything she knows for so long that i think she needed to sort of blow off some steam and like <laughs> they're obviously not sticking around that that's obviously not a relationship that's going to be happening so that was a good way to blow off some steam without hurting anyone uh that, 
pretty much the same same philosophy from Jasmine's point of view, I can assure you. <laughs> She's not gonna get clingy and <laughs> and start stalking yeah. you. I don't um, know, you might meet her again and 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 if she sees somebody else, she might get jealous. <laughs> I feel like the next time I meet Jasmine will probably be fighting because I'm pretty sure some of the members of their group do not like Kada. So, oh, no, that's, um, yeah. uh, from I'm not going to go into specifics, um, but certainly someone in the group uh, perked their interest. Um, the interest of <laughs> certain members in their group, shall I say? I'm not going to go into. Uh, oh. I'm really <laughs> glad that one of them was in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Her in particular. That, that that slight GM over uh, oversight did. Um, <laughs> did that was a great everyone. oversight. That was it great. Was. I enjoyed that. But no, that's I mean, yeah, Carry on. We played it off. We played it off. It's fine. It's all lucky, you know. <laughs> Could have been nasty if uh, she was actually there. It was a good thing she was in the yeah. toilet. <laughs> Yeah, from a from a um, from a player standpoint as well. Um, like I I personally, as a player, know that two at least of their party will not like my character at all um, because of certain backstory things that I'm not getting to go into right now. Um, that will be revealed later on uh, later on in the campaign, of course. Um, but yeah, there are certain things going on in the background with Annie that uh, may mean that the LNR specifically may not uh, like me very much at the moment. Um, and that may be passed on to the rest of the party as well. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll just have to see what happens in the next encounter. No, indeed. Um... And uh, we'll switch over to Rob for a little bit. Um, yeah, Morton. Mm. <laughs> yes, Rock in a hard one place. The, one, one of those days. Uh, yeah, yeah really awkward situation <laughs> you put him in there. Ah, it's just just one of those things. Um, Lydia's that type of girl. She likes the biggest man that she can find. You were the biggest guy in the room. <laughs> and Probably one of the biggest people in the village. Yeah, uh, as, as mentioned, she's not afraid to go after what she wants. No, clearly not. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't try and just drag me up the stairs. <laughs> well, a couple more beers and that probably would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> that would have ended even worse for me with uh, yep. with uh, but, Trisha. And, and from a, a GM perspective, story perspective, I know Morton's background, someone who else. Obviously, Morton has to grow and evolve into what you've, you see Morton becoming. And a little bit of pain and loss and anger and hate isn't a bad thing uh, in your perspective. Because one thing I'll mention to our viewers at the moment is not all of our players are good guys. In fact, um, uh, we've got a token good guy <laughs> in Musa. Oh, um, I'm teetering on the edge. I will uh, keep teetering right into a point. I think and, the uh, only real good guy is leaving. Yeah. 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 <laughs> true. Probably, Very probably. true. Obviously, any the moral compass of the party is is uh, has departed. So um, I mean, debatable. It'll, it'll be interesting to see I mean, where, I mean... the party, where the party goes without a compass. Well, well, we've got a really <laughs> broken moral compass. Good morals, <laughs> bad guidance. Precisely, like she believes that what she is doing is good. So I mean, is it really bad? <laughs> we'll, we'll she see. just lives in the morally grey, you know. But she yeah. thinks she's yeah. doing good. Yeah, exactly. And I was hoping to get some ties, and then it will keep my sanity a little bit longer. Oh no, that's going to go down the window now. That's <laughs> my sanity. So, so uh, how how did you feel it went for Morton Rob? How, how um, was how was that how was that situation? Because it's again, like it, every it was, com it was position. It was completely unplanned. I didn't. I didn't have a clue what was going to happen with the sirens. I was just expecting them to be in the room. I wasn't expecting you to all come over even though there was that link with with matthew um certainly with Kada's first interaction um so i had no idea where that was going um and when you all joined in and you said yourself that you were going to sit next to lydia uh which to her is i didn't an, get a choice which which to her is her is an invitation um <laughs> he's young and naive leave him alone <laughs> 
<laughs> he's learned his lesson and now he's going to be making sure he's big burly and says no to everyone i just want to put in like consent is important kids don't be a lydia <laughs> very true very true okay uh yep it is true um well she was working up towards consent <laughs> nobody nobody even helped me even when i asked for it That's too busy true. trying to get themselves laid to be fair right. had the most like... <laughs> it's true jasmine is a is a cracker so um at least, at least we can ensure that kada has good take um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um some some questions. Uh, well, see, we've got our usual suspects out there. Uh, Izzy's lurking around in the background while she's doing some work. Uh, and Daracross and Gemma are here. Got any questions for the cast on Monday's episode? Just gotta wait for them to come through. <laughs> yes, because they're a few seconds behind us. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and if you even have any questions, <clears throat> what, what is what is that? <laughs> What is Ali up to? In in what way? <laughs> How's Eric still alive? <laughs> well, yeah, that is a fair question as well. So, um, yeah. So, it, in terms of in terms of Annie, um, I mean, she's just trying to protect those who have let her into their inner circle, um, just to make sure that she has safe passage to where she's going. Um, and may make some relationships right. Um, other than that, is there anything specific about Gemma? Um, and whilst I'm waiting for that question, um, Darkos, uh, I have no frigging clue how I think. <laughs> um, no one does. I, I, like, I'm not trying to kill him, but he is trying to kill him by the scenes of it. <laughs> He's very good at it. To answer Darius Cross's question from the GM front, I've no got no idea either. Um, <laughs> no, he, none he, of us know how Eric is. He should he, be dead by. He's only still he's only still alive on a, on a rules technical. Um, and as mentioned last night, but we'll get onto that uh, uh, in a little bit more detail lately. That's his one and only get out of jail free card. Um, yes. Yeah, we did say that. <laughs> but yeah, um, listen, it's. it's Eric's journey is different, um, and we'll get onto the adventures of the show. And he seems very mysterious and like he has something up his sleeves. He's jumped on the opportunity, <laughs> but he seems the type to plan quick. I am afraid, in that respect, Gemma, you are going to have to wait and see. Indeed. Spoilers. <laughs> well, that's also because Annie has no idea what she's planning yet. <laughs> oh, no, I've, I, I've got. Plenty of background um, information and different bits and bobs that will be coming. <laughs> you out-survived NPCs and Hunter by complete accident. Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, uh, as an NPC, or at least Eric managed to get to the end of his first NPC episode, which um, sadly Nick didn't. Um, what is Kata thinking about the sirens and Jasmine beyond the? Oh, okay. So after this little one night stand with Jasmine, Kada probably wants to get some distance. I mean, okay. So actually, what she thinks she's doing, she thinks she's doing good things. So she's not particularly worried about them because she's like, "Oh, you're good. I'm good. We're all good. We're just different parties." Like she doesn't believe she's doing anything evil. So if any of them are like, "Oh, you're doing dark magic," she'll be like, "Oh, well, it's misunderstood." And there would certainly be debate whether or not that would cause her to doubt um Daracos is a whole other question um but from her point of view everything she's doing is good she's you know blessing people and she's guiding people trying to free them so so um you're probably going to want to put some distance between yourself and jasmine around four or five yeah, yeah, but I feel like Jasmine will do that as well, so it'll be a mutual thing. <laughs> Other than that, though, like, yeah, I do think Kade is not as concerned as maybe she should be 
about this group of adventurers because she doesn't so, see how she's doing evil things. So I actually have a question as a player as well, um, for Kada specifically. Why did you come over to Annie when you saw her aura in that case? So because Annie had little spots in her aura, didn't she? No, no, it was black. Oh, it was black. It was black. Okay, yeah. Black. So because I know that Saron's aura is also black, and so like so for Kada, she's not seeing in terms of like right. oh what is good and what is bad, what is black and what is white. She's seeing oh this side of the story is misunderstood. And this is someone right. who is on this misunderstood journey with me. She's not seeing, like, there is evil and there is, like, good. That's not how she sees the world, because that's what Saran's done for her. She's sort of put everything into this morally grey place. So seeing that um, Annie has a black aura doesn't deter her, doesn't make her think, oh, Annie's clearly evil. Like, she just thinks she's <laughs> misunderstood like that, as well. Um, that, that's that's a, 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 a good way of describing the way that, that the, the concept of good and evil in the FA universe is built. We don't really have good and evil. There are no like um, protection from good spells or protection from evil spells. The world is just, the universe is just this um, fuzzy place of gr varying shades of grey from maybe being a bit light to pitch black uh, in, in some cases. Um, and Evil is just a different perspective, as Sauron has taught uh, Kada. Uh, from their their perspective, uh, Darakos wants to free the universe from the shackles of the Great Spirit. From their perspective, they're doing a good thing. Um, obviously, from the perspective of the good guys, <laughs> the Great Spirit and her shamans and stuff, that's a bad thing. <laughs> so that's the way the universe works. And there's this morally ambiguous, ambiguous, like, Shade of grey that floats around everywhere. Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, was it? Was it like Fifty oh, Shades no. of Grey? <laughs> no, no, that no, is no. no. That is her entire relationship. <laughs> that is not, not in terms of how she views the world, nor her night with Jasmine. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a question from Gemma. Will Morton fight for his lovely maid, or watch mournfully as she uh, slips from his grasp? And a quick oh, no, side from Derek. Yeah, I'm <laughs> definitely kind of wearing clothes more than I was before. It's an advantage. <laughs> the hypothermia um, kind of hinted him to put something on. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough on to keep warm, um, but not wearing enough to completely cover up. Um, but yes, I probably will be trying to be stubborn and to the barmaid and not give up. She's probably used to people um, giving up too easily. So I'm probably... And Morton's probably not going to give up. Exactly. And I'm probably going to try and get people to help him write letters. Because he's not very good <laughs> at writing. No, that's cool. that's Annie cool. has just picked up a book. And it, funnily enough. <laughs> so, uh, another one from Gemma. Will Thavar, our momentary friends, will just carry on. Glad to have a job, a goal, a purpose. She, uh, Tavara actually misses almost everyone that she meets, even if they're only slightly. She, she likes to make bonds with people. Um, she misses Eric quite a lot. Um, even though she's like had to save him a few times, she does miss him quite a bit. She, she's, she knows she's gonna miss her friends. She definitely misses people like Granite, um, a lot. And she wishes right. that she could have, um, given him a proper burial instead of having to run away kind of thing. Mm. Um, so she, she does, um, she takes the hatch idea, the clutch very seriously. And this has become, if only temporarily, a kind of clutch of hers. So she's definitely going to miss everyone, but she knows that this is not where she belongs. So she's just going to try and find that. Definitely kind of uh, from Darkos, but I'm not sure where he, where he, where he was going. I think that's about bit close, probably. <laughs> okay, that's, that, that's probably a question for me. When is Hunter coming into it? Um, Nick, <laughs> or is that Hunter or Nick, Gemma? Uh, let me just clarify that for you. Um, probably Nick. Nick. Um, <laughs> Hunter is dead. Um, and. Um, <laughs> 
It's like ripping up a band-aid. Hunter is dead and his soul has gone off to somewhere his soul probably shouldn't have gone off to. He was a good man. Um, (laughs) So we may not see Hunter again, but um, certainly like straight after that episode, Nick and I were discussing it and uh, we had Nick on during major Virgin Media broadband issues. Um, And we discussed the future of it so yeah we will see nick again the odds are we won't see hunter again certainly not alive um uh but yeah nick will be back reprising a role connected to hunter in some way but i'm not gonna spoil it um because it will be a surprise for everyone when he shows up one of the chickens Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm hopefully awaiting more that animal. <laughs> a mutated chicken uh, of some sort. <laughs> yep, um, there, there, there certainly will be uh, more possessed animals um, and probably with Kato around, more possessed human humanoids as well. Um, uh, from an FOA perspective, from a universe perspective, um, possession uh, and infernal creatures and fallen and the ancient ones in Darakoth play a large role in what is considered the evil of the of the world of the universe um so and as demons and infernal creatures like to possess people and spirit shamans like uh, not spirit shamans ghosts of fremen shamans shamans of uh darakos like kada uh, like to go around and stuff evil infernal souls into people and let them off and go and do bad stuff just for the fun of it um i mean uh, some do, some don't. Some, like I said, um, uh, Kada was very lucky. She, um, her mentor, her first interaction with Darakos was with a true believer, someone that certainly had read the mission statement uh, <laughs> and was fully on board with um, Darakos's message. But like most powerful entities or dark evil entities, there were, are those ghosts out there that see it as a way of gaining power and use their. Um, Barakos's gifts for more malign purposes. So yeah, um, there will be more possessed people, more possessed um, animals. Um, I have uh, an entire system called Build a Better Demon. With stick, a, stick a bear into it and out pops either end a very nice and enjoyable demon for the party to fight. So, will monsters that require silvered and magical weapons to fight make an appearance? Yes, they will. When the party are higher than level one. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's difficult to stick a creature in into a fight that the party have no way of killing. It's completely unfair. Um, I mean, you could just slaughter us. Yes, I could. Um, you could. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't even feel bad for it. From a from a GM perspective, uh, every encounter I build um, is on the strike lethal side because um, it just adds that flavor to it. I don't want the party getting bored and just wading through a ring full of um, goblins, so to speak, um, taking no damage and walking out the other side with a load of loot. It's just boring. And FOA was never designed to be that way. Um, it was always designed to test players and be gritty and dark and certainly dangerous. Um, as the party have discovered, uh, getting into a fight is very risky. Uh, but yeah. Um, Especially at lower levels. Uh, to expand upon that, Darakos, yes, there are certainly monsters and creatures out there, especially infernal creatures and, and various fallen that are only affected for weapons. Um, there are creatures out there that are only affected by different weapon types, like bludgeoning or piercing and slashing damage, which offers different uh, issues and challenges to the players. Uh, for example, if you've only got slashing weapons and you come across a creature that's only affected by bludgeoning weapons, um, Get out of the fists, <laughs> or Better start punching sure, it. Yeah, make sure you've got different. I like Eric's chances. Man is unkillable. Mm, not yeah. too sure about that. <laughs> no, I, I certainly don't not reckon his chances. Um, sir, I, I certainly don't think he's unkillable. <laughs> um, he's probably more capable of killing himself than I am of killing him. It does seem that way <laughs> at the moment. Although I'm pretty sure if you really straight up him at any point at this point his his hit points aren't very high like he he's he's pretty squishy and i'm sure you've got some higher level characters 
uh, well, not characters, but NPCs in, mixed in with Eric's uh, entourage, should we say. No, no, no. <laughs> um, like, from a design point of view, yeah, there's a couple of will probably be above level one. Um, mm. And certainly the, uh, shall we say, your escort um, are certainly higher than level one. Um, just the way the world is, and you certainly encountered some NPCs that are certainly higher level than you, but you're all level one. It's the way the world works. You're at the bottom of the tree yeah. at the moment. You're at the bottom of the pyramid at the yeah. moment, and you need to work your way up. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting, and from a gem point of view, balancing that um, survivability to make it entertaining to the players. Players, if we just kill them every encounter, and every episode is a new campaign. It's boring. Um, I want that level of excitement and tension and fear that comes with getting into a fight in FOA, as well as the players feeling like that they can survive what's going on. Which and Eric will probably just kill himself. Well, he's not going to purposefully kill himself, but he's going to do something stupid. I can say the chances are he's probably. Now, my apologies for taking a drink every five minutes. Uh, so it's just one of those things. I have to hydrate. But yeah. Um, there was a question earlier that um, I think I'd like to um, ask Kada. When you entered the room and you entered the, the Happy Ford and you went and sat down on a table to um, ear with um, Lydia and Marit and the rest of the Scarlet Sirens were up to. Um, mm-hmm. When you cast your spell and you got caught out, and you turned around and you looked at him and said, I'm looking for a friend. And then you got up and you went over to Annie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to cover how, my tracks think, a little bit. How do you think that's going to play out? <laughs> oh, not very well. Not very well at all. Because um, I was trying to cover my tracks being like, oh, you know, we're all magical here. Don't worry about it. Um, what's the. Forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah. What was I saying? You said you were, you were all magical here, don't. Yes, yes. So, like, obviously, they don't really talk about like if you are a magical person, you don't talk about it. But they're a group of adventurers; they've encountered magic before. So I was like, I'm not even gonna try and lie about the fact that I've just shot off a spell. I'm just gonna try and cover it up by being like, yes, magical buddies looking for each other with magic. You know, that's just how <laughs> classic, classic people with magic. Um, so that was me trying to cover it up, but I feel like they are not at all sold on that, and it might come up in the future. Morton. So I'm going to run to the other side of the river so that they hopefully can't cross the ice like we can't. Morton would have been more <laughs> subtle, I think. Um, <laughs> you, uh, I'm not going to answer question, uh, Darryl Cross's latest question. Random question, but is there an ammo campaign or fight? Do players get unlimited arrows, etc.? Uh, oh no, there's an arrow count. <laughs> uh, there's, there's an arrow count, there's an inventory count, there's a spell component count. I make them do it all. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, they, um, that's the authenticity of the campaign and the system that we're try- we, we built together in the end of the day. Um, we want it to, if players have unlimited ability to cast spells, if players have unlimited arrows, etc., then it doesn't pose challenges it doesn't pose questions and as a gm i feel that's my primary role to put challenges in front of the players whether it be something as simple as saying musa you've run out of arrows um then that leads musa down the arrow uh, down an avenue going right i may now have to go out and find some suitable branches and twigs and do some flashing and um yes the dm is Oh, that's approved. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm evil. But no, that's from my and hopefully you as players, um, though this annoying admin stuff, I know some players don't like it. Um, uh, how do you feel it goes? Well, I don't need to worry about the amount I can carry anywhere near yet. So it's the small people that will need to worry, the small um, races yeah. that have that weight limit that will be more of a hindrance to them than anyone who's big enough to go well, I can pretty much carry anything I need to carry I started worrying about what I can carry but like I was like oh I'm at 90 pounds oh shoot I'm 
five pounds off. Ah. Yeah, once you start putting that ar- once you start putting that armor on, your your carrying capacity really goes out the window. Um, yeah. Certainly, certainly they- when you put certainly when you put on full plate armor, then you have to turn around and one of your mates go, "Someone carry my backpack." <laughs> hey, can we get a can we get a donkey so we can carry my stuff? <laughs> yep. I mean, at this point, though, like, I was starting to worry about it, and then I was like, I'm so broke as a character that I can't afford to get more things to carry anyway, so until I actually have some crowns to my name, I'm not too stressed uh, about it. That's, that's, one, that's certainly one of the concepts as a DM, as you, for those who have been watching from the beginning uh, will have noticed. Um, the characters started with zilch. They all started with a couple of coppers in their uh, shillings and copper pennies in their uh, pouches when they were arrested obviously they didn't have enough money for um to pay off their fines when they were in court and that was the only really contrived part of being able to bring the party together and from then on they, they had to earn or scavenge everything they've got um there was a little bit more of a reward potentially if you say well, obviously you did save hundreds of kids there was a little bit more of a reward but decided not to give it all you give you a little so um the, the the party are struggling and obviously they go they will go through indeed and scavenge up bits and pieces as they get and get things on the cheap yeah yeah for me as well um it, it because i had to create my new character and everything a, a, a fair a, a fairly substantial amount of gear I actually um like i had to take into account my weight limit and how much I could carry and how much I could help the party out if they wouldn't mind carrying some of uh, some of the stuff so it's like ration packs that sort of thing like how many would be too many or too few depending on whether or not the party would would appreciate having extra rations on the road and all that sort of thing. um but yeah taking weight into a, into account is really that it does make a huge difference and even insofar as whole limit backpack or storage item thing that you can carry on your purse um because having a backpack does help a little bit having a uh, having a scroll bag helps for carrying those scrolls that's all like and from a from a narrative point of view uh uh, Mike, your audio is going all over the place. Um, so, oh. uh, from a, a narrative point of view as well, um, is, again, it goes back to my point of being a challenge rather than handing it to all the players on a silver platter and going, off you go, you know, you've got all your items, here's a load of magic items, go and have some fun, or starting at level three. The reason why we started at level zero at the start of the prologue was to, A, give you, the viewers, a chance to see that trans, uh, that uh, trend transformation from being level zero, being just a peasant, so to speak, or a sailor or an engineer, smith or whatever Eric was, a, a conniving gambler, and becoming yeah. your character class. Um, when we will see the characters level up, uh, when you do something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Because I mean... in the end of the day, uh, again, this will be something I want to touch on in um, uh, dev corner um, as opposed to doing it all here FOA has a very different um, progression system it's all organic within your storyline it's called uh, organic character development OCD um, we still have to come up with some better names for it uh, but yeah for now it's called OCD um, and your ca- and characters learn their skills as they go along so if you guys want to get to level two you have to find someone to teach you your next skill um and that's up to you so if you want to spend the next two years of real game time sitting in renford um playing around in the happy four um and not finding a mentor or someone to teach you your skills you'll be level one for two years um but (laughs) so that's where it comes from obviously the characters will go out and me as a gm i've certainly got npcs plotted along the way kayla kind of knows potentially where her next um, mentor is um, Mortem, depending upon what skill he's going to learn at level two, can find someone to teach him. Um, could potentially have been Thavar, uh, you don't know. Um, 
the sirens may be able to teach you stuff. Um, you don't know. That's the, the advantage of our OCD system. You can go out, find someone, they can teach you the basics, and then off you go and learn it and practice it and put it to use in battle as you go. So it's not a case of kill monsters, get XP, level up. It's a case of get skills, go out, put those skills to the test, and evolve that way. So you evolve in a natural way within the system. And I said I didn't want to talk about it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it works. Oops. <laughs> Oops. But that's something that will be discussed on tomorrow night's uh, dev corner is character development and all the, the basics like character creation and character. So, and you're not changing um, the name. It has to stick to OCD now. Yeah, yeah it has to stick to OCD because it's been part of my character sheet and <laughs> it would require Rob going back and changing it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it requires Rob questions? going back and changing four things. Yeah. Uh, um, any more questions uh, for the players about their characters uh, personally? Um, are they enjoying it, sir? Yes, it is a unique leveling system. Um, it took me a couple of years to come up with the idea. But yeah, um, that's a question for tomorrow, Darkos. Uh, today is more focused on um, the other guys. Um, feel free to join me when I'm a little drunk tomorrow night and <laughs> ask me lots of questions on the system. So any more questions for the players? Okay, well, I've got one for Favar. Um, apart from, obviously, poor old Granite, who you had a, a great connection with, um, who, who is your um, favorite NPC so far? Um, favorite NPC. My favorite NPC. And Hunter doesn't count because he's played by someone. I know. I was. I. I, I was thinking. I can't name Hunter because he's a playable character. Damn it. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite NPC would probably be. From an outside perspective, I really liked Matters quite a lot, Sergeant Matters. Yeah, he's, he was a complete asshole, but I loved him. <laughs> he, he was um, much like one of Neil, aka Moose's former NPCs uh, under character traits uh, uh, for Sergeant Matters. It says asshole. Um, so. <laughs> I wrote that down, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like Matters. I also really like um, Iverson. He's, he's definitely the kind of person that I, I enjoy, but they're all, de de depending on 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 uh, the NPC, they're all pretty pretty good, and I quite enjoy them quite a lot. Cool. What about the rest of you? Um, Rob, what's your favorite NPC? Uh, Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to make you do Patricia's voice for the foreseeable future. Oh, no, no. I, I, certainly, I certainly can. What about you, Eric? What about Mike, even? I have to admit, I love the leader of the show. Um, the, the officer of the web, the one that interrogated you. Yeah, I actually really like him already. Um, and also, uh, even though they, uh, this character has annoyed the crap out of both me and Musa, the little girl. Mm. <laughs> yes. It's the just girl one of those... Yeah, it's just one of those like little comedic things that just brings a little bit of joy to your heart. <laughs> Gemma says no. <laughs> uh, Glinda's story isn't Glinda's story isn't so I can assure you of that. And what? Well, no, she's now scared shitless. We we all want uh, to kill that little girl. I think everyone's agreed no. with that. So. Oh, no, I, I appreciate it. No, no. She's such a I appreciate guy. that she brought a friend to laugh. Like she's she's spreading <laughs> yeah. the joy. Yeah. She just wants to share our pain to everyone else. And what about you, Amber? Um, okay, so while I do love Salon and Jasmine, well Salon more than Jasmine, um, I think my favorite so far is actually from the last session. I can't even remember his name, but the guy who ran the bazaar was just so kooky. Uh, old Man Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Old Man yes. Jenkins. Old Man Jenkins. <laughs> I really enjoyed Old Man Jenkins. He was hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed his character. He was just insane. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Just a batty old man with Alzheimer's. <laughs> what, what, what was his actual name? 
his name is Jenkins. Um, he, he Jenkins Bizarro. If you if you want to go and find out what his back ass, I I might have to to be fair. But yeah. yeah, Jenkins. Jenkins was great. Also, Sir Torben from the very beginning. Uh, Sir yeah, Torben was fine. Uh, Sir Torben, um, second so may show up. His name was. Uh, he was played by. Me. So went... I thought Ian, your audio went for a second there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, Is he cutting out for you guys as well? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's not just me. <laughs> okay. Is that better? Can you hear me fine? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Torben, played by... Played by... Oh, you cut out again, Ian. <laughs> so yeah, so Torben... There we go. Is that better? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. So Torben was played by... And again. Oh, no. Now we lost him again. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> <laughs> I blame Discord. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm looking at my audio. No, we lost him again, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is bizarre. Uh, seems like we've lost the PM, guys. Discord does not want people to know who Sir Torben originally was. Yeah. No. <laughs> Secret. We also, no, we, we also need, to, uh, we need to address the judge as well. Okay, one one second. Let me this. Maybe we should just keep Sid Holpen as a secret. Okay, so yeah, like maybe. Nice By the way, Derrico, Savara does like people. She just doesn't fit in. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, I like Kader's description. Doesn't give a fuck. Can you hear me? Yes, we can yeah, hear you. Yeah. Okay. Also, Kader gives some fucks. A few. Um, Mainly to Jasmine. Okay, right. Okay, Ho hopefully those are all. And <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there is something is really wrong with your down? microphone. It just keeps cutting out. It's having a moment. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay, is that better? Yes. Yes. Okay, right, fine. Uh, everybody hear me fine? Right, yeah. okay. Right, that's better. Right, as we were saying before, sorry, that's another section that I'll have to edit out. Um, yeah, um, as I was saying, uh, Sir Torben, I didn't get there, uh, was played by one of my <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's okay, it's okay. I just got a momentary blip. You're okay. back, you're back. It cut okay, out for a second. Yeah, I should be right. So Torben was played by a guy. <laughs> Every time you tried to say, what is this? You guys are screwing with me. I'm going to go mental. No, 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 we're no, not. no, 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 There's absolutely nothing wrong with my work. I'm looking at them now. Gemma backs us up. Gemma backs us up. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not screwing with you. Yeah, like, we're actually not screwing with you. Cuts out every time you try and give the name. <laughs> it was originally played by... Will they ever know? Okay, can you all hear me now? Yes. yes. Right, yes. fine. Right, so we'll skip to Torben. Because <laughs> 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 apparently he's cursed. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so we'll so we'll blame Mark for that. Okay. Uh, God knows what was going on. Probably a Discord issue. Um, or my computer is melting down. So yeah, um, yeah, we will see. Some, uh, Eric, you mentioned uh, the judge. Yes, the uh, the judge, uh, Reg Reginald. Uh, good old Reggie. Yes, um, Reg. It won't be the last you see. Of, yes, you won't. Um, right, it, it won't be the last you see of Reginald Declan, Montgomery, Nigel, Pretorius, Clark, 
um, uh, there are a few clerks in the world that they um, pop up from time to time. Um, we're not going to ru ruin that word game for any of our viewers who start catching up from the beginning. Uh, sadly, Reggie only appeared. Reggie Reginald only appeared in episode one. There have been a couple of name drops, so you will see Reggie pop up from time to time. Um, maybe, maybe sooner or later. You don't know what's going on in the world around you. But yeah, uh, it won't be the last of you. Reginald, uh, some of these other Clarkish cousins. Um, there are a few of them out there. So, um, right, is that better? Is my audio actually? It is working, yes. Right, good. It's cutting out a little bit, but it's still like. So are you. So are you, Rob. Simple. Rob, not Rob, Mike. Right, okay. <laughs> Okay, like I said, it might, might just be a different. Okay, right. Um, any more questions for the cast? Have to give Twitch a second to catch up. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think, in fact, 10 seconds to catch up. <laughs> it should only be five because of the settings. But... Yeah, by the time they actually heard it and then can take it into their brain, it'll be 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, plus, they've got to type as well, of course. Yeah, Darkos is a bit slow. The, um, you did manage to get around the cursors for a little bit in saying that curse mark. If anyone can piece that together. Yes. Mark yeah, so we now know it was Mark. <laughs> it yeah. was Mark all along. It's Mark Morgan. Um, hey! There we go. <laughs> yeah. So Torben was played by a guy called Mark Morgan during uh, one of Roy's test campaigns. And we may see him reprising um, at some stage uh, down the line, because uh, like Nick and most of our previous. Oh, your audio's oh. cut out. You got most um, of it. You, you got most of it. Like Nick and previous is where it stopped. Okay, so yeah, um, like Nick and previous other people that were involved with FOA over the couple of years that we were doing it, we have to come on and be part of the show because they were all involved. Question. Yes. Ooh. Does that mean that Sidasu and Key 3 can never make a reappearance? Um, you may be able to report So, you know, much like some of the NPCs down the line, obviously, like Amber has been with us for a little bit longer, and Mike and uh, Rob um, have also got NPCs or characters they played during the, the test campaign. Um, and Amber's got a few like Tirasu and Q3 and stuff like that. So they're all right there in the world. They've all been written. Um, and we will see further down the line, they may pop up in Adventures of or um, find a way to tie them into the overall storyline because Adventures of is parallel with the with the actual campaign so it might not always be one-on-one two-on-one situation so i might bring amber in to reprise the role of cedar sue and interact with Thavar or interact with eric or another guest npc along the way so uh, and speaking a polar opposite to Kader, so that yeah. would be an experience for people who tune in for that yeah and <laughs> uh, and speaking of adventures of okay, Pop over to Mike. Um, how did it go last night, Mike? Pretty bad. <laughs> uh, put, put simply, pretty freaking bad. Um, obviously, he's met some friends in quotation marks. Um, been shot three times, I think, once. Um, with poisonous darts of some description, or sleep darts of some description, I should say. Um, and nearly took a double 20 critical, which would have, in normal circumstances, as we said earlier, killed him. But because of uh, non-lethal damage, um, it, was, it, it wasn't meant to be a lethal strike, it was meant to be a non-lethal strike. Uh, he was able to survive. Um, he has got a wall of some description brain. Um, Eric has, and is currently trying to figure out a way to either get past or through said wall. 
that has not thought of a correct answer just yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, what answers does he know don't work? Uh, he knows that hitting it doesn't work. <laughs> yep. and, he knows yeah. to put, and he knows that trying to push his way through it doesn't work. So, also hurts. Well, yeah, we'll just have to see. Yes, he did try to, to hit a magical wall with a hammer, though. <laughs> Not just a magical so, wall with a hammer, a magical wall with a hammer in his head. Yes. A masterwork hammer. <laughs> Yes, a, ma a masterwork imagined hammer in my own head to try and hit, hit a magical you. wall that is in my own mind. Hmm. And it hurt you more yeah, because yeah. it was a masterwork. <laughs> Precisely, from a, yes, it did. From a conception point of view, obviously, we decided to try and drag out Eric's uh, little adventures, which is why we came up with the Adventures of series. It was originally just going to be Eric, and obviously expanded it to being able to bring other NPCs in, which is a good thing. Um, I thought it went very well. Um, I certainly enjoyed the experience and um, just getting some one-on-one -on -one time so you're not, as a GM, you're not balancing like five or six players all talking at once and having to chop between all of them so you, you get to focus on that one individual um, and see where things go. Um, I thought some of your decision-making processes were okay. Um, some of them maybe not so much. They're hitting the wall once, hitting <laughs> it a second time was probably not the brightest idea in the world. But there are learning curves, and you've got a group of uh, travel buddies now, so to speak, to potentially find a way out of your. You've been given some subtle hints, and we were able to feed in some background law and some plot of what Shantaran yep. is like and what the Shrouded Web are like, and they will play an increasingly large role. Um, going forward or backwards or sideways um as is their way yeah. they will reappear from time to time um and you got to see a different side of adventuring life you don't you rarely see players get captured and not and get, not get put in it get put there really isn't a way out um he's really in a between a rock and a hard place um, he's surrounded by guards, um, very often, not just on streams, but uh, in normal campaigns, you'll see a group of adventurers or someone get caught and then a contrived, you, you always feel that they're going to get rescued. Um, that didn't happen, uh, one, because the party didn't. <laughs> yeah, the party yeah. decided to leave him behind. <laughs> it was the best decision. Which, which, which oh, left yeah. Eric, which certainly left Eric in a, a, a situation, which is why he is now essentially Mike is just playing him out in the Adventures of series. We may see him appear at some stage in the um, the main campaign. We don't know. Um, we shall see because I still have no idea what's going. An ingenious plan to for him and his friends to escape. Um, or he might just get turned into a demon or fed to one. <laughs> yep. And there's even the possibility he may become part of the Shrouded Web. No, there's a no, very small possibility. <laughs> very, very small possibility. But... He can dream. They yeah. sew his mouth shut. We'll see about that. Spoilers out. Danny and Eric meeting but good. good. That would be interesting. Yeah. Put, any, put any dampeners on Mike's plans or way out of value and his abilities that not a lot of people have. Um, but um, the web have standards. <laughs> yeah. Which, which currently, Eric isn't meeting. <laughs> He's trying to run away. He's not being a good, he's not being a good guest. Yeah. Trying to fuck everyone over. Bad news. Yeah, again, from a law perspective, it's something that will. Players. Um, but it will come out the recruitment process for what happens and how one um, It's a very long and very colourful process. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Any more questions? Mm. 
we'll give them a couple of minutes to catch up. We should take bets on how long Eric will survive. Yeah, we should start. <laughs> uh, we start poll. Um, once we once we make once we make it to uh, affiliate, we'll start a poll. Um, I can't think of any more. Okay, fair enough. Good stuff. Um, well, we'll call that day. Call that day here. Um, great to have you on okay. for hopefully not our last time, Harriet. Um, I said, well, hopefully we'll see you again in some form or another. <laughs> um, along the way and we will see uh Kada and annie and morton on monday as we unpick the unpick the strands of episode eight and see how it goes <laughs> from there um and neil will be back with us on monday as well uh, he'll be back from herding herding cats and taking his kids on holiday um and so we'll see you then uh we do have our dev corner tomorrow night um a change to the schedule that we've got here because I've completely forgot to get around to it. Um, it'll be at uh, GMT, so it also enables us to connect with some of our friends over in the US uh, a little easier, uh, time zones and all that. Um, so if you want to come and chat about rules and stuff, um, I'll be online from 11 for about an hour tomorrow night. Um, you wanted to go to the pub. Yeah, and because I want to go to the pub and watch rugby and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, when I get back, having having a couple of ciders and having a social life, um, uh, I'll sit down with you guys, talk over the origins of FOA, character creation, um, and character development, much like ask questions on um, the how characters evolve and develop, opposed to just going around killing stuff. Those would be those would be the topics for tomorrow. So, thanks for being with us. Uh, great to see you again, Darkos and Gemma. And we'll see you either tomorrow or next week. Um, wait, my nice up early. Uh, cheerio, bye, folks. Bye, guys. Take care, guys.